This show is brought to you by Troxers for the spontaneous swimmer in you. Troxers fit and feel like boxers, but function like swim trunks. I happen to have brought a pair of early release Troxers along with three pair of boxer shorts with me for my recent 50 saunas and 12 days trip to Finland. I put on my Troxers the first day as we headed out to Sampa Sauna in Helsinki, and then I found myself wearing them every day after. I never ended up wearing my boxers. It was Troxers all the way. After sauna, I would wring out my Troxers, get dressed, and bring them along to my next sauna stop, where they'd be bone dry in a matter of a few minutes. Troxers are super soft, like comfy boxers underneath your pants. Then, when you want to swim or sauna or both, you just take off your pants and you're ready to go in swim trunk mode. Afterwards, Troxers are easy to wash out, wring out, and dry uh, back to comfy boxers in no time. With no extra clothes or soggy bathing suit to haul around, you're ready to spontaneously swim, sauna, or anything at any time. Visit Troxers.com. That's T-R-O-X-E-R-S. Or find us on social media to get your pair. Troxers, for the spontaneous swimmer in you. So I'm back from Finland, uh, 50 saunas in 12 days. Actually, really 11 days. I mean, my 12th day was get up, cruise around a little bit, and get over to Helsinki Airport. But, uh, I mean, let's call it 50 in 12 days. Um, day one, I mean, this was incredible. I uh, was picked up, you know, at the airport, greeted at the airport by Jarmo Lettina. Um, and I first uh, had the pleasure of meeting Jarmo, uh, then president of the Finnish Sauna Society, about four years ago at Mikkel Allen's Sweat Summit in San Francisco. Uh, and you can go onto the uh, website and see a link to Mikkel Allen's Sauna Talk podcast episode. Um, yet today, I'm overjoyed to share with you my conversation with Jarmo Lettina. Um, he was my guy during my first day. Uh, whisking me off for a day of sauna, my first day in Finland. And then we met up uh, later in the trip for three days. Uh, I spent more time with Jarmo than than other hosts and guests, and uh, I enjoyed all of it. Uh, Jarmo's guide work is is well tuned. He effortlessly walked me into you know onto the metro trains, the trams, the buses, all around the corners uh, of Helsinki. Um, and today, this day, we we partook in a couple different saunas. And is there a better way to get over jet lag? Uh, no. Uh, Yarmo is a pro. He brought for me uh, this battery energy drink, this little 12-ounce can, which is popular all over Finland. And Yarmo knew that I'd need a boost, a kick, for my first day. Uh, you know, I didn't sleep a lot on the plane. So, you know, that was really awesome. And um, Yarmo also brought for me uh, many bottles of this Estonian mineral, mineral water, which turned out to be critical for me throughout my trip. Mineral balance is critical for intense sauna action uh, or intense sweating of any kind. Uh, mineral replenishment um, is a critical component of hydration, and more on this later and within this episode of Sauna Talk. Sampu Sauna was our first stop. What first popped up is a radical anti-establishment sauna squat. Sampusana has gained awareness and legitimacy. It's set on government land just along the urban seaside uh, seawall 
um, in Helsinki, a long walk from a metro stop down this peninsula that's being completely redeveloped for housing, um, eight-story apartment dwellings, condos. Um, but at the point uh, is Sampo Sauna, where we have two wood-fired saunas ready for us on this Monday, <clears throat> sunny midday Monday. Um, so lots of apartment buildings in the shadows of Sampo Sauna, yet, you know, God love the Finns, allowing this free sauna set up to exist. Even construction workers come to Sampo Sauna after, after work. All volunteer, lots of firewood. Most is reclaimed from busted up pallets and miscellaneous dimensional lumber straight off the work grounds adjacent. Yermo has been busy lately hosting Banya trips to Russia. Uh, it is important, um, you know, here's a few oddball notes for you that you'll, you'll hear on this episode. It's important to have specific measurements in sauna. Two fists above your head to the ceiling. It's important for fins to have this cold water element as part of sauna. We learned that 99% of the good-for-you uh, sauna elements, you know, what, what are they? Uh, your own time. You do it properly or you don't do it all. Sauna is in our, is in our DNA. Uh, four hours for sauna is, is quite normal. We stay in sauna for as long as it feels good. 20 cubic meters, optimal sauna size, seats eight persons. Big gap along the hot room door, 10 to 15 centimeters. Sauna is as much a state of mind as, a, as it is a physical place. Hydration, you know, we talk again about that. Uh, it is really important to drink before sauna. Half a liter before, one liter of water for each hour of sauna. I'm imagining, you know, three and a half to four liters of plain water. I mean, that's like, let's see, a liter is a little more than a quart. I mean, you're, you're like drinking a gallon of water here. Um, and not just water. I mean, there's this mineral balance um, keeps coming back, you know, magnesium and zinc, uh, something else, you know, besides the tap water. Never alcohol during a sauna session. Water is best. Uh, the mental path to sauna. The body condition helps one sweat sooner and faster. A conditioned response. A good sauna person has marathon experience, so, so they know about drinking and hydrating. So if you don't drink, you cannot sweat. If you don't sweat, you cannot stay in the sauna. Simple. So in Finland, you don't need any timers. Every person is different. We cannot have timers and rules and behavior. It doesn't belong to sauna culture. Um, I could go on. I don't want to speak all for, for Yarmo, but there's just some you know, wonderful gems in, in this uh, podcast episodes. Um, the culture of sauna and the physical elements of sauna. You know, and then we were off to Hermani Sauna after Sampa Sauna. A really small yet historic public sauna. Uh, you pay 12 euros at the door. Men to the left, 30 men's lockers. Women to the right, 15 women's lockers. Separate men's and women's saunas. An icky tall cylindrical uh, electro stove. Uh, compared to the fresh breezes of the seaside Sampa sauna, Hermani felt a bit stuffy until Yarmo expertly cracked the changing room window, which created good airflow throughout the lower level sauna space. Hermani Sauna has been in operation since 1950. It's set below ground under a six-story apartment building in a residential neighborhood, um, yet still right in Helsinki proper. We took a tram to it. No tourists here. Uh, it was not very busy during our sauna visit, but, man, people were really cool. I mean, as everywhere in, that I experienced in Finland. Um, so it's great to ward off jet lag on this first day. Um, 
And one more thing about Yarmo before I hand over the mic. Uh, you know, I started out by calling him a sauna pro, but after some time together in and out of the lowly room and the cold plunges, I began to have a different understanding and appreciation of Yarmo Letna. He is not a pro, nor an evangelist, but a sauna expert. Yarmo is not looking to monetize sauna. Uh, Yarmo is not looking to con convert people to sauna. Yarmo is keen on sharing sauna with those interested in learning about sauna. Yarmo is interested only in good sauna. He is only interested in saunas with very good heat and saunas with water elements. Bring Yarmo into a sauna and he will immediately understand the build and design elements of that sauna. I met my match with Yarmo Letna. Well, hey everybody, uh, welcome to Sauna Talk, and I would have to say this is the first overseas episode of Sauna Talk. Um, I could think a little bit further about where we've recorded uh, discussions on the sauna bench outside of the United States, but uh, this is a quintessential moment. I'm sitting here, it's early May, uh, we're looking out over the Helsinki Harbor, <laughs> and right? Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And we're in the Sampu Sauna, right? Actually, and, it's Somba Sauna. Sampu Sauna. And um, can you introduce yourself? My name is Jarmo Lehtola. I'm, uh, I, I would say, a sauna pro. Yeah. How many, as a sauna pro, could you share with us in your lifetime how many different saunas you've been <laughs> in? If you had to pick a number. Well, as a Finn, I have not counted how many saunas, but I would say within the last 20 years, uh, 1,000 different saunas inside Finland and, and abroad as well. Yeah. Uh, when you say abroad, you've been doing, uh, <coughs> we talked um, a little bit earlier about your work you're doing in Russia now. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Russia and the Banya um, experiences you're mm. taking? It's easy to take sauna trips from, from Helsinki to St. Petersburg because there's a really handy train connection. And uh, we have had sauna, saunas in Finland for the last, let's say, 10,000 years. And they have different kind of sauna culture in Russia. It's called Banya. There are differences and similarities, but I do like to go different places and yeah. experience different different saunas. So that's why I have been doing those sauna bunny trips to mm -hmm. St. Peter's for, for for the last three years. And you've been running tours, like tour groups. Yes, there? exactly. Yeah, and you obviously are enjoying that. Is that <clears throat> what would you say are the top one or two things you enjoy most about being a tour guide uh, to <laughs> Russia for Banya? Oh well, that's a. Tricky question. I mean, first of all, I, I enjoy experiencing different kind of sauna cultures outside Finland, and, and certainly Panya Panya culture is different to the sauna culture. And I, when I started it, I have no connections, didn't know the language or anything like that. And because we're Finn, then we just went there, and and I like still doing so that we when we go there as a group, we visit always one new place and then uh, several so-called old uh, known places. So every time is kind of a new, new adven adventure for each of us. So you're, you're in uh, a sharing mode with uh, the other, with your guests, but you're also in a discovery mode because you're learning more 
uh, as you go deeper and deeper into Vanya culture. Exactly, uh, and, and we all should have a learning mode on all the time because yeah. that's, that's, that's what life is all about. And that is the, one of the reasons why you why you are here. Yeah, yeah. Can we wind the clock back a little bit, uh, Yarmo? You and I got to meet each other at the Archimedes Banya in San Francisco. I want to say, what was that, 2016 maybe? Three, uh, three four years ago? Well, about four years ago, I would say, yes. Yeah, four years ago, yes. It was mm-hmm. part of Mikkel Allen's uh, work with uh, the Sweat Summit, and... Um, it was great. It was uh, it was a great experience where uh, you uh, and a couple other um, Finns came from 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 Finland over to San Francisco. You know, it was easy for me. I came from Minnesota, <laughs> and uh, I still remember the photograph of, of you where it, I, this was. You were actually an inspiration for me to start Sauna Talk because uh, as I talk sauna with experts like yourself, pros. I'm like, oh man, I wish I could remember that, or oh man, I would love that if others could hear that. And what I'm referring to exactly is that moment where we were sitting at at the cafe after a couple sauna rounds, and we were just discussing sauna build. And you had shared for me. uh, Do you remember the photo? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to describe to 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 fist above my head? You you meant that photo? Yes. 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 Uh, So I wanted to emphasize how important it is to have a correct measurements in, in the sauna. And, and that specific photo was about how much or how little room you have to have above your head in order to have a good uh, ventilation in your mm-hmm. sauna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, now you yeah. could create some lulu. Okay. We are alone now this, in, in this sauna. A little bit more. We are not rookies after all. We were talking about Lolu and uh, how I um, we all settled into our own uh, routines as it relates to sauna. And I was mentioning, um, you know, to Yarma how I I like to go into round one fairly dry, and uh, I got the the shaking of, of the head from Yarma. He says, "No, you hit the steam right away, right?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Finnish way, or actually, it's it's my way. Yeah. And uh, as as we are in this sample sound at the moment, it's really important for me and usually for Finns, it's re- really important to have this kind of water water element present. Uh, so now we are by the sea in Finland, quite often by a lake or by a river, but it's important for us to have this cold water element. And of course, it's possible here nowadays uh, in, fin- in in yeah. summertime as well. We were um, we were discussing Dr. Yari Laukinen's work with the 25-year-old study about um, sauna and how uh, sauna is clinically proven to, you know, reduce the risk of stroke, Alzheimer's, dementia, um, and I want to unpack that from you, Yarmo, in the sense that, uh, and we were talking about how sauna in America is known differently than what sauna in Finland is known as. And you describe it very well about the importance of the uh, accessibility to nature, uh, water, water both on the sauna rocks as well as cold water for the cold plunge. It's a leading question, but based on your experience and many thousands of saunas that you've visited, let alone tens of thousands that you've experienced, um, would you say that the clinical results of quote-unquote saunas being good for you um, is directly related to the cool down, the ability to cool down? Yes, yes, in my opinion, yes. And of course, when uh, somebody is in the sauna, in the little room himself or herself, 
uh, it's a really important part of the procedure uh, to cool down. You just cannot stay in the hot room for two hours. It's really important that you cool down, and, and of course, when you when your body cools down as well, it's really good for your body in general, mm -hmm. and it feels good, and then you have the stamina to go on yeah. with the sauna rounds, yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah. you can do it for three hours. Yes, yes. And of so course, it's important to drink as well. So wait, so we're, uh, unpacking that. So <clears throat> again, in the United States, so much of sauna culture and what people say and enjoy as sauna potentially is in a health club, for example. Mm -hmm. So people go work out, do the workout, and then they'll hit the sauna, they'll be wearing their tennis shoes, they'll be taking their shoes off, you know, and maybe standing around for a little bit, and then when they're too hot, they'll go take their warm shower and get dressed. How? What percent under that scenario uh, do you think they're missing uh, from the authentic sauna well, that, you, that you know? Like that scenario, that typical to, American health club. To be, to be honest, 99 yeah, yeah. So, so basically, if uh, that's the only way or only reason to use sauna, then you, you could easily just take a hot shower instead mm -hmm. and miss the, all the so-called sauna elements because uh, uh, in the sauna, you need, first of all, you need to have your own time. You, do, you need to de do it uh, properly or don't do it at all. So, I mean, sauna is, uh, well, in, uh, we, we say here in Finland, it is in our DNA. Yeah. When you say in your DNA and applying the time, um, generally speaking, uh, from the moment you undress to enter into round one to the moment you're dressed and finish with a sauna session, and I know it varies, but if you had to sort of pick a time frame, about how long would we be seeing uh, for a typical authentic finished sauna session to last? Well, me personally, if I only have, let's say, less than two hours, I don't go to sauna at all, so... The very minimum is two and a half hours. Then, if and when I do have plenty of time, and the sauna is good, like the Finnish Sauna Society saunas are, four hours is quite normal. Four hours is quite yes. normal. And for the listeners, it bears note about what we're speaking about here. We're talking about what? Fifteen minutes in a hot room, maybe. Uh, well, well, in Finland, one of the things uh, related to sauna is that we don't uh, count the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. we don't define the 15 minutes here or there. We stay in the sauna as long as it feels good. And then we go out and swim or whatever. And then we come back. And then when it's time to leave, then it's time to leave. Let's put it that way. If you went into a thousand Finnish saunas, how many would have one of those sand timers? Uh, ooh, tricky question. I have seen no sand timers in Finland, of course, in Germany, in few saunas. Yeah. So, well, Germany, we understand. They got clocks everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, in terms of a thousand Finnish saunas, maybe uh, two? No, no not, not a single one. Not a single no, one? No, not even here. Not even here. But we do have a thermometer. And what does it read over there? Well, it's about 100 degrees Celsius, which is quite normal for a Finnish sauna. 212 Fahrenheit. Okay. How would you rate the heat in this uh, sample sauna? Uh, this is uh, quite good actually. Okay, we are just two of us uh, right now in this uh, spacious sauna. So airflow is good, measurements mm -hmm. are good. So mm -hmm. 
I would consider it as a good experience. I never rate saunas by numbers or, yeah. or, or letters because it's against the sauna etiquette. Oh, so nice. I just enjoyed, in, enjoyed yeah. the sauna and now we have to enjoy the cold water. Well, and on that note, I just, I just had to grab the recorder. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a dream for me. I, uh, it's been 30 years since I've been to Northern Europe. Uh, Yarmo has been a dear friend, a dear connection in the world of sauna. I try to present authentic sauna as I know it. I need to put that adjective in front. You don't need the adjective authentic in in Finland. But, you know, many other readers stumble across sauna times and they're, you know, in the midst of purchasing an infrared uh, uh, closet or gosh knows what. And I just have felt it very important to um, really get this down. Uh, Yarmo's conversation, you'll hear many other Sauna Talk podcast interviews, uh, straight from the horse's mouth in Finland, in Helsinki, right by the cold uh, water. And uh, it, it's, it's a very deep moment for me. I'm a little jet lagged, but I could think of no better way than to orient myself to this sauna tour than sitting here on the bench right now with Yarmo Lettena, former CEO, but uh, you're on the board of the Finnish yes, Sound Society. And uh, maybe we, we could take a dump and uh, a dunk in the lake and then chat a little further. Sounds like a deal. Well, uh, we, we had a good round um, and we're sitting, it's a gorgeous sunny day and we're sitting uh, right outside um, and there is no... Uh, Virtually no wind, just a slight breeze. Um, Yarmo, let's talk about building building saunas. Um, as we um, <clears throat> as we discuss building saunas, it's uh, it's really important. As you were talking about, you know, with the two fists over your head to the ceiling. Uh, now it's going to be a little confusing because you know meters, we know feet, but we can kind of get there. Um, optimal size for a hot room? Well, the optimal volume would be uh, 20 cubic meters, which basically means that it seats easily, let's say, eight persons. Okay. okay. So, for example, this sauna we've been just now is uh, a bit bigger than that, yeah. that 20 cubic meters but uh, as, as it seats easily 15 persons so 20 cubic meters can we break that down a little bit in terms of a height like what would or the square foot or square that, meter that's, that's it, a tricky one it is it is <laughs> uh, okay so height let's well, talk we, about height first uh, first of all of course because uh, I'm talking about centimeters now when yeah. when you're sitting on the bench Basically, uh, where you are seated, it's about one uh, meter and uh, forty centimeters to the ceiling. Yeah. So, so that gives about twenty centimeters above your head. Yeah. I don't know how much no, no, that is in feet. But right. Uh, we're doing good now. Now let's talk about the length and the width. Um, and we don't need to use numbers. Uh, if you stretch your arms across, like. Wider than that, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Square or rectangle doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but wider than your arms. Yes, yes, across. yes. It's yeah. about uh, let's say three meters 
what, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. So about eight feet. Well, that'd be a little. So, so if. Uh, but you can feet. you can actually see it tomorrow when you go to yeah. the sauna society. Sauna yeah. number two is very optimal sauna. Okay. Okay. So you can actually uh, discuss about that when you are in number, yeah. number two because that is the best and optimal, the best sauna I've been uh, size-wise because eight persons can sit in that sauna very easily. Right on, right on. Um, and are there um, other suggestions you have for folks looking to build a sauna? You know, we obviously need oh, to size it right with the yes, 20 of course. cubic meter. And, and the, the measurements are really important, but nowadays uh, I said to the people that uh, the airflow inside the sauna is really important. So yeah. it has to, it, it cannot be a bottle. It has to have hatches here and there. Mm-hmm. And the airflow has to be good because otherwise you get really tired when you are in the sauna. Yeah, yeah. Lack, lack of oxygen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, what would be the best, uh, I mean, very simply, when you talk about the vents, um, how would you recommend venting uh, a sauna? Well, it depends what kind of airflow you have in the building. If you don't have any kind of airflow, I mean, uh, some kind of uh, motor running the air, then, of course, you have to have some kind of ventilation uh, down the door mm-hmm. and then, of course, uh, up uh, quite close to the ceiling. Yeah. It, it varies a little bit what kind of building you are having, yeah. but uh, it's important to have in different parts of the sauna. Yes, yes. As a general rule, as, as we build our saunas, if we put a, um, a slot along the door... Yes. Um, maybe what I would say would be an inch or something. No, no, much more. Much more? Yeah, 15 centimeters. Really? Yes. So you, can, like you, a, you can see it easily. So, so not like a mouse can run under, but a, like a rabbit can get it's under. Exactly, there. something like that. Not, not, not exactly that much, but uh-huh. 10 to 15 centimeters. Really? Yes. A gap? Yes. Along the, yeah. along the bottom there, a big gap? Yes, exactly. Okay, so this is not done much in America, nor, and I have to admit, yeah. my, my, the gapping that I have done is maybe like two fingers. Yeah, yeah, it, so. it needs to be more. Needs to be more. more. Okay. It needs to be more. Okay. And then opposite the door generally is a good spot. Yeah, exactly. The, exactly. Yeah. The, About the, the eye height? Eye height? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then you have to have some kind of lid that you can somehow yes. close and open it. And you want depending that, on the window. You want to close to heat the room more, right? And reduce airflow during the heat up phase, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And then as as the sauna um, is up to temperature then uh, it's plenty hot. Then you want to open that vent exactly for airflow. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, wouldn't it be said that uh, if you have an active sauna with the door opening and closing, you're getting fresh air, or or not enough? Uh, well, yeah, that would work. But of course, you need to have that uh, that gap under the door so big that the airflow is going all the time, even when the door is closed. Well, the first thing I'm going to do when I get home is get out my skill saw. Exactly. Cut my door yeah, off. Exactly. I, I thought that that might happen in your place. <laughs> I'll send you a picture yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, this is the Yermo special. I, he's 15 centimeters. That's yeah. crazy. I yeah. never, 
Never would expect that. Mm. Yeah. You'll see it tomorrow at the society. Okay, okay. I, I look forward to that. Um, <clears throat> any other nuances or details about building a sauna well? We talked about <coughs> the venting. We talked about the sizing. <coughs> uh, anything else come to mind? One, one thing is that it's, it's nice to have... <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Some some kind of a small window, not because uh, it belongs to the sauna, but it's nice to have some natural light inside the sauna. Yeah. yeah. In many places, uh, even in Finland, uh, at the sauna society as well, some of the saunas are really dark, and that's okay. But now, for example, this sauna, it's really nice that yeah. you can actually see the scenery. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. We like to use transom windows. When I build saunas, you know this word transom? Mm. Yeah. So transom windows basically, um, like instead of a, a, a picture window or whatever, it's just a very narrow rectangle up high. Okay. Yeah. So it allows privacy, you know, from the outside looking in. And then when you're on the inside, you're looking out, you have a very nice view up high, you know. Okay. Yeah. Rectangular tall windows yeah what about a um a pre-room you know what i mean like <clears throat> like what about this thing where a sauna you open the sauna door to the outside uh well it shouldn't open directly outside because then you miss the heat so there needs to be some kind of room before the sauna room. And what is that room called in, in Finland? In, in Finland it's called Eteinen. But of course, in various saunas, it's done differently. For yeah. example, tomorrow when you go to the sauna society, all the doors open indoors, which is usually not the case. Yeah. So it's, it's different over there. But uh, important thing is that the sauna door doesn't open directly out to the open air because then you will lose a lot of heat you lose a lot of heat and you lose a lot of uh um the integrity of the heat of course lost. yeah yeah and that drives me crazy it, i mean there's people that the they want to build their own sauna and and they compromise in many areas and when and they say well you know i only have room for this size sauna and that's all they want to build and then they compromise and never build a pre-room or but that's that the pre-room is really important really important mm. i could not agree more now uh, maybe maybe you could get away with it if you lived in a more temperate area you know like southern germany or california no no still no i still <laughs> would say that the pre-room is, is a must <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because I agree with you. Oh, okay. You, you listen, you don't know how many fights I have in America trying to uh, um, be a nice guy but tell people they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because people, they uh, they think they know and hmm. they, they they advance and, you know, and they screw it up. And it, and it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy because... You and I know the importance of a pre-room. Mm -hmm. You know, I asked the question very objectively, and I would never build a sauna without a pre-room. No, it's, it's, it's a must. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's, so for you and I, it's a simple thing. Mm -hmm. But I argue a, a long time with people about 
this. But then people should come to Finland and there is the real, real sauna over here and then yeah. they would see. Yeah. And now we have to continue our uh, okay. sauna trip. <laughs> yeah. Sauna trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. We're going for another round. And you, you need to drink more. Yeah, you know, hey, I give Yermo a lot of credit. You know, when I host saunas in a, with my buddies, I'm always telling them to drink water too. And now, you know, he's looking after me. And they're curing the, they're curing the stove. Mm -hmm. It's a special moment. They want to take a picture of you. Well, I want them to take a picture of me too. <laughs> Everybody take pictures. This is a great moment. We're curing the stove, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so here we are. We're, this is live where we're doing a podcast. It's called Sauna Talk. And, uh, this is, this is Sauna Talk is, um, is come to Finland. This is the first day that we are, uh, in a new country in the home of sauna. And so it's very important to be here and discussing sauna with people that know sauna. You know? And where are you from? <laughs> you know you're in Finland when these guys won't speak yeah, English, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you see how we hit the uh, stove. Yes. Yeah, I and love it. To burn the paint. You're, are we burning the paint? Yes, exactly. That's yeah. what they do. Hey, can we get a picture, a photo? A quick photo? <clears throat> Can you take a picture of us? Yeah. Stay with us, folks. This is really a cool moment here where we're, um, uh, I'm with Yermo. Yeah, you, a photo. We are, we have a, you don't know how to figure it? You know, oh yeah. Okay, so we're taking a photo. You guys are going to see this. Tell him, what's his name? Can we, photo? So, so we are, this is a brand new Harvey, a stove. It's part of the Sampusana, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh, we're curing the stove. We're burning it outside. And we're getting a photo right now with Yarmo. And what's your name? Ero. A-E-R-O? Double-E-R-O. Double-E-R-O. And um, we're burning the paint off. <laughs> and so, uh, how is this stove... Um, who pays for the stove? I think it's, uh, it's a gift from Harvia. Oh, that's a cool thing. That's a that's a cool thing. It helps build the brand, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And is this um, the standard size? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. This is more or less suitable for household use. Yeah. It's it's important that they burn the. Yeah. Burn it outdoors and then indoors, so it's ready to use. Yeah, I even agree. today. Yeah, a good a good burn. Mm. And uh, is there any reason to burn it with the the door the glass off? Do you think? Uh, I don't know why they're doing like that. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no shortage of wood around here. Or water. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let's hit the round. All right, we hit another round. Hey, hey, hey. 
So we're going back in. Let's go do the other one. Yeah, the other one was good. So this is really a cool thing, the Sampu sauna. I mean, are you feeling better, Yamo, about yes. the whole thing? The whole thing. See what it says yeah, here. Yeah, Don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just the motto. The motto of where we are here. This same spots. Yes. Yeah. This is not our right. No. <clears throat> so I think the heat is great in here. It's gotten yeah. better. It shows that it's a little hotter than previously. It's it's nice. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a big moment where they're curing a new stove. Yeah. Uh, they are um, still replacing it within within hours. They're cooling off the old, old stove yeah. and putting the new one. So, so mobile sauna is getting to be a, a big thing in our town in Minnesota, building mobile saunas. Yes. I told you about that earlier and stuff. And so Yarmo, if you could have a mobile sauna and bring it bring it anywhere in the world and take a sauna. Is there a spot that that you know of or that would come to mind where you would like to sauna? Um how about Greenland? Greenland. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you know it's really snowy there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But they don't have any trees, I guess. So it would yeah. be kind of hard to... It'd have to be electric. No, 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 no. Mobile sauna cannot be electrical. Okay, so if you've taken a thousand saunas, uh, say the last hundred saunas you've taken, how many have not been wood-fired? Um... Most of them are gas-fired or wood-fired, so of course there are uh, electrical saunas as well. Yeah. But uh, most, almost all the public saunas I visit are wood-burning saunas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about? What do you think is most misunderstood about sauna in the world, like, um, you know, outside of Finland? Uh, that's a tough question. Um, quite often, even nowadays, some people uh, think that it has uh, some kind of sexual meaning. It uh, used to be in some countries many, many uh, decades ago, but nowadays, for example, Finland, it has totally nothing to do with it. Yeah, well, that happened in America, too, and it's a shame because that <clears throat> that whole, in the 1970s and, and whatever... Exactly, those yeah, times, yes. It became a, 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 a land of ill repute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And still, uh, even nowadays, when I'm talking about sauna people who don't know about sauna, usually... Uh, the first impact is that it, it is ne a negative thing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, of course that, that doesn't happen here in, in Finland, but other 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 places. Yeah. If you could have a sauna with anybody in the world, anybody dead, alive, past, present, <laughs> just you and another person to sauna. What's the first person that comes to mind for you? My goodness, you have two deep questions. Uh, 
perhaps uh, Albert Einstein. I, I guess he never visited the real sauna. And I don't know, it just uh, yeah. came to my mind. That's good. Mm. The, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is the best with a question like that. <laughs> okay. So let's say it's a day that you wake up and you know it's going to be a sauna, a sauna day, okay? And but then again, every day is a sauna day. Well, then this may be an easy question for you. What I'm looking for is, uh, what, when, you, when you think about a sauna session, a, a day of sauna, like you wake up, you know you're going to sauna, um, what is your most favorite one moment through that whole process, either the, the thinking about it, the, the going there, the undressing, stepping into round one, the first lolu, the first whole plunge, the, uh, even going to bed at night after a sauna session. Is there a moment that sticks out in your head as, uh, as your favorite? Well, um, maybe the first time when you are in the sauna and you are alone, you have prepared yourself for several hours, you have traveled one hour, and then you are in the <coughs> sauna, which is well heated, it's, it's dark enough, it's a smoke sauna, yeah. and the first round, and then you know that you have nothing better to do for the next three hours than to be yeah. here. So the anticipation. Yes, yes, kind of, yes. Yeah. The that, moment you hit the bench for the round one, maybe? Yes, exactly. That moment, mm. when you recognize the heat and you yes, settle in. And, and you know that you don't have to leave, yeah. and you don't have to open your mobile phone or, or go anywhere. And it's your choice yeah. to do so. Freedom is mm. a big uh, ethos, a big attitude yes. in sauna, yes. isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> and, and, and more than freedom, sauna. I mean, uh, sauna. sauna for us Finns is, uh, is uh, actually a state of mind. It, 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 it's not a, it's, of course it's a physical place as well, but sauna is more state of mind than, than it's a physical place. Of, of course, in order to get to that state of mind, you have to be in the good physical sauna as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, <coughs> one of my favorite times to sauna is, I call it the Friday happy hour sauna, where many people are going to a bar, you know, they're done with work and they want to hit a happy hour. For me, Friday uh, after work is, is the time for that state of mind, mm. the time to let, you know, the work week pass and uh, the relaxing sink in. Yes. Yeah. So we're joined on the sound bench with with many other really good Finnish speaking uh, sound people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, this, this most likely sound where we're at the moment is the only 24 hours uh, seven sauna in the world, I guess. Uh, nobody takes care of this, and people come and go and hit the saunas as we go. It's a very hippie sound. Yes, it is. <laughs> in, the, in the more or less in the center of Helsinki. So, Yarmo, um, let's talk a little bit about hydration and water in the sauna as you prepare for sauna. What, what's your rule of thumb in terms of you know consumption of water and the importance of it? Yeah, well... It's really important to drink, first of all, before you enter the sauna. My personal rhythm is so that I drink half a liter 
before entering a sauna and then during every hour in the sauna I drink one liter of water and usually when I stay in the sauna for, for three hours or more then I end up drinking th three and a half liters, four liters, usually plain water. Yeah. In addition to that uh, I take magnesium and zinc five times a week. So it's important to drink and also it's, it's important that you're drinking uh, something else besides tap water. Yes. Yeah. You, uh, you need electrolytes? Exactly, and yes. That kind of stuff. Yes. <clears throat> right. And you find zinc and magnesium are the yeah, most important? Yes, they are. Any other, any other components besides the water, the zinc, the magnesium? Uh, that's basically it. And of course, if people are using alcohol, not during the sauna session at all, and then after the sauna, yes, okay, fine. One one drink, uh, whether it's cider, beer, is okay, but not during the sauna session ever, yeah. because basically, when you are drinking alcohol, you kind of think that you are drinking fluids, which is not the case. Mm -hmm. So water is the best yeah. drink. Yeah, and you touched on something that's important: is you want to drink water before you step into sauna. Uh, your first sauna session, you got to get ahead of the game with water, don't you? Exactly. Uh, well, I would say that, as we say in Finland, that that uh, at when when you are actually entering the sauna, you are starting a pa path to sauna, which is the mental path. You pre prepare yourself for the sauna, and then it means also that you drink water. Yeah. And when you prepare yourself for the sauna by drinking half a liter of water before, then when you are in the sauna, you start to sweat. You are, you are so not supposed to feel the thirst because then it's too late. Yes. Well, that's the same with uh, athletics. Exactly. Yeah. And there's like, no difference. Like, like marathon running or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's the same mm -hmm. thing. And if it's too late, you you really have to just step back. And, and, and Well, you can't do it anymore because if you are in yeah. the sauna for many, many mm -hmm. hours and you are you have not been drinking enough, you cannot catch. Uh, your, yeah. your body doesn't absorb any more than it can. Yeah. So it, that's why it's important to start Ag early. Ag agreed. Um, <clears throat> half liter before, I notice you do not bring water into the hot room. No, never. No, 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 no eating, no drinking inside the actual room, hot room. What, never. What, a, what about on that score? What about these people that wrap macara sausage uh, in aluminum foil and put it on the sauna stove rocks? That's for family sauna use, and that's only to actually cook the macara sausage, not to eat it. <laughs> and of course, it gives a kind of nasty smell into the sauna. <laughs> so, to my mind. So, mind. what's your vote on that? <laughs> and, 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 and of course, not. It, it doesn't belong to the public saunas, of course, household saunas. No. Yes, but people don't actually eat the makkara or anything inside the sauna. Right. It's, but it's but not if, healthy. if you were at a, a, a friend's sauna and he brought in an aluminum foil wrapping of macro sausage, put it on the rocks, would that's you normal. be like, or would no, you be like, that's, that's okay? That's normal, but only in the normal house, private sa household sauna. Yeah. What about if a guy uh, comes in and he's got some beer left over and wants to toss it on the rocks? Mm, no, never. Would no. you get very mad? Mm, yes. <laughs> That's not according to the sauna, I think, would, at all. Would you want to put his hand on the sauna rocks as a punishment? Yeah, exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, try this. Uh -huh. um, there was another element to, um, uh, let's talk a little bit about food and that, you know, and some of this is quite obvious, but, you know, obviously you don't want to enter the sauna when you're hot. You don't want to enter, or when you're hungry, and you don't want to enter the sauna, you know, when you're full. Exactly. Um, both are equally awful. Mm. 
Um, are there certain food, like say it's Monday and you know you're going to have a pretty intense sauna session. Um, if you could choose any food, like to have at lunchtime, knowing like three hours later you will be intensely into sauna, what would be the perfect food for you to have a couple, three hours before sauna? It actually doesn't matter what kind of food, as long as uh, the sauna session itself is uh, uh, two, at least two, three hours ahead. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Really? No. You don't have your favorite pre-sauna no, food? No, no, nothing. How about post-sauna food? Uh, well, usually after having drinking so many liters of water, so just something light to eat. Yeah. So, so basically when you are in the, in the sauna for that, let's say that four hours and you drink a lot, uh, I don't feel hungry at all after that. Of course you need to eat something, but one sausage is yeah. good to go. Your diet is less. Yes, it is. Because it's it been replaced by water. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, do you, drinking four liters of water, do you pee much? No, not at all. Not at all. I, I sweat it all out. Yeah, yes. think of that. Yeah. Now, you were mentioning something about, what is it, a liter per hour? Yes. And is that hot room time or total sauna hot No, no, time? basically it's, it's uh, hot room time if you count it like that. But of course, if people are, chatting a lot and staying outside the sauna the patio or other places of course then it doesn't count because yeah. then you are not sweating right 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 so you sweat a liter an hour yes uh, uh, when you are uh, in some kind yeah. of hot area uh, i remember what i wanted to ask you and this is kind of a very um technical question about sweating is let's just say uh, and, and if you don't have the answer i don't know if there's a right answer but here's the hypothetical you have two twins, identical weight, identical height, identical age. Let's call them uh, Jim and Fred. I have to use English names, but, you know, Jim and Fred. Okay, Jim and Fred uh, each eat the same thing for lunch. Each drink a half liter or so of water and each go into the hot room. And Jim starts sweating right away. His twin brother, Fred, who's equally hydrated and all that, doesn't start sweating right away. Do you have any insight as to the difference in the, the two twins yes. under this hypothetical? Yes. First of all, all people are different. And, and first of all, if you have, have saunas like I have had for many, 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 many years, you are trained uh, to do it so you start to sweat immediately. Uh, and you, when you are drinking a lot, your body adapts to your drinking method and you start to sweat in the sauna almost immediately and because of that you can stay in the sauna for a longer time mm -hmm. and the other twin perhaps has not been doing uh, sauna for for that long time and doesn't start to sweat cannot stay in the sauna that long cannot absorb the water totally different so would you say that jim has somehow conditioned his body yes. or is it more the mind to say uh, hey, let's go not sweat. not mind body. body body first okay so then under the hypothetical jim's probably would have had to have more experiences of sweating and sweating quicker and so that it's a conditional response exactly yeah okay okay and, and usually if, if you want to be a kind of good sauna person then you must have had some kind of let's say marathon experience or something yeah. like that so that you know first of all you have to know that you have to drink you have to yeah. uh, count all the time that you are drinking enough and then yeah. if you are drinking enough then you don't feel any any kind of symptoms uh, you don't feel yeah. thirst or hunger or anything like that yeah. but if you don't drink 
you cannot sweat, and if you don't sweat, you can stay in the hot sauna. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we would have to say under this hypothetical, Jim is conditioned. He is uh, either more athletic, or he sounded more, or something has trained his body to start sweating at at uh, an earlier exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so, so uh, is Jim or Fred in any better shape or is maybe that's not the most right word, yeah or? most likely he's in better shape yes yeah so you would say if someone is someone sweats quickly in the sauna that's a good sign yes it is yeah they're either well hydrated or well conditioned exactly very good yeah we've been wanting to know that one so my wife she's she's getting more into sauna and she you know is always questioning whether she's sweating you know what she, so advice to her just keep after it? First, first of all, she needs to drink that half a liter before she enters the sauna mm -hmm. so that she can start to sweat. Yeah, a and And she has to drink that, that amount of water. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, of course, uh, then just to go to sauna and, and see how it works. Mm -hmm. Because uh, eventually it will work for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So do you but think if you don't drink, you cannot sweat. Yeah. So let's let's get into some delicate area here. Are you okay? You want to yes. go in, or are you okay? Later. Okay. So, um, so a delicate area. We talked earlier about no timers in the sauna. None of those little like sand timer things. We talked a little bit about a structured sauna, very much a, a German thing. Um, I was just trying to take the positive of this as best I could to speak that a lot of people this day and age want to be guided through uh, uh, some sort of a wellness practice. They want to, like they go to yoga and they take a yoga class because they want an instructor to tell them where to stand and for how long and at 40 minutes everybody is done at the same time and they go through an experience together. That's my hypothesis of how this Ofgus business has become uh, popular with younger people is wanted to be guided through a practice where you had mentioned that that is non-existent in Finland. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes, that's yeah. correct. And, and do you have a comment as to maybe uh, why? I mean, why wouldn't that well, be something here <laughs> first of in all, this country? Maybe we want to be individualist, mm -hmm. uh, individualist uh, specifically when we are in the sauna. So each and everybody bodies tell the, that person when it's time to leave. You don't need any kind of timers to do yeah. To do that, and 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 secondly, uh, every person is different. If I can stay in the sauna for 15 minutes, somebody else can stay in that same temperature for five minutes, and that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. So we cannot have any kind of that kind of timers or rules yeah. or behavior when it comes to sauna because it doesn't belong to to, to, to sauna culture to have these kind of you, guidelines. We have enough rules. In, in, in the our, world, in yes, world, yes, yes, yeah. it is, and and there is no rule. Well, there's a, what would you say would be the rules of sauna? Like, let's say people listening here, some guy in California has heard sauna is a big deal and wants okay. to get a sauna. Well, I, I would say uh, that uh, uh, you need to behave in a Finnish sauna as you would behave in church. So that tells a lot. Can you sing in the church? Can you eat in the church? Can you? use your mobile phone in church the answer is no so you cannot do any of those stuff uh, well in you the, can in the sing sound. a nice soft hymn maybe yeah in the church <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah. so the, yeah. the, the the basic guideline is that you should be quiet in the sound let other people be quiet as well yeah respectful of yes. others 
Yeah. Um, the door opening, closing, water on the rocks. Is there are there general uh, um, principles of rule or, or politeness to well, either of those things? Well, in Finland we do so that uh, when people are coming and going out of the sauna, they usually ask uh, those people who are sitting on the benches, should uh, they create more lulu or not? Yeah. That's a polite way to do it. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say no. Uh, well, it happens sometimes. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yes. Lulu is usually always welcome, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, but it happens sometimes when, the, for example, the sauna is already 140 degrees and yeah. something like that. Very rarely it happens, but it happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and I can speak for experience on that. There's like, like, there's a moment there where the Lolu, the steam, the ratio of steam to heat is perfect. Mm -hmm. And, and I respect that someone would ask then. And I, you know, I'd like to feel bold enough to say, no, man, it's perfect the way it is right now. Give it a couple minutes. I mean, is that the general, um, uh, 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 aura in the sauna at that time when someone would say no, no, let it sit for a minute. But the thing is that now I have a question for you. When when you entered the sauna, and 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 you ask, uh, should you create more lulu or not? Or not? Who is uh, the person who can say what to do? Who is sitting in the sauna? Maybe the one who's been there the longest. Exactly, the yeah. oldest in the sauna. Oh, the oldest. Even we, we, we say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 by age, but uh, but uh, who's been longest in the town? Yeah, yeah. Not okay. That's good. Yeah, it's yeah. a difference. It's <laughs> a difference. Good.